This episode of Poetic Properties Podcast is brought to you by Infinitely Complex Production and sponsorship with Peacefully Flawed Apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know why my voice is sounding like that, but um, welcome back. It's been a couple weeks. Had some uh, medical issues that I needed to tend to. Um, this, uh, the surgery got rescheduled, so still have to deal with this Um with this pain in my arm and numbness, but I'll get it taken care of soon enough. Um, and it was crazy right after that, my mouth had swollen up from my wisdom teeth, um, needing to be pulled. So I couldn't barely open my mouth. So it was very difficult for me to, um, attempt to, to try to record. So I had to make the decision, you know, for my health to stay off a couple of weeks just so I could rest and get back to being able to speak, uh, without, without as much pain, um, still a bit painful, but it's better, you know, now I can open my mouth like the past, uh, two weeks, I could barely really even open my mouth to eat or, uh, or to speak, which made it very difficult because, uh, my nine to five, I have to speak. So, um, that made it, that, that made it for a difficult few weeks mentally because the pain was, I don't want to say I'm bearable, but it was, it was up there. Like none of the ibuprofen was working. Um, none of my other meds I felt like was working. It's just, it's just been a difficult, uh, couple weeks. So back now, um, hopefully, you know, well, I already have already set up in my mind that I'm getting my wisdom teeth out at the end of the year. So, um, I think it was just a matter of, uh, my, my right side shifting, that's what created the, the swelling. So like I said, uh, I'm not too much worried about that because I've already made up in my mind that at the end of the year, I'm going to just go ahead and get, um, get it all done. But it didn't, didn't change how it affected me because I really wanted to, I really wanted to pot because I had a great, uh, I had like a great topic, um, that I really wanted to, to get off like in real time so it's no big deal though but it's just like I said that caused so much it it creates a spiral like for me because I'm a person of order right and so when I set my mind and I set my schedule to do something when one thing gets out of order it's really weird I don't know if it's a part of the anxiety I don't know if it's part of uh the depression or any other uh, mental situation that I have going on. But if one thing is out of order, like I freak out and then the whole entire schedule is ruined uh, for at the least a day, at the most, maybe, you know, a few weeks. And I'm trying to get that under control because I know it's not healthy to my day to day and what I'm trying to accomplish. I have to be able to um, have the mental strength to line whatever else back up so that I can get back to it. But it becomes difficult. It does when you when 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 you set your mind to do something um and then something out of your own will knocks it out of place and now you have to kind of scramble to to piece things together. It's it's a weird thing, but um something that I deal with. It's something that, you know, it's a it, it's a, even with the kids, like if I if I if I say you know, I want to cook at three, but the kitchen isn't clean. Like they could be finished with the kitchen, like at three Oh five, three I'm already moody and already off track. So it's like, I don't want to cook. And, and what I mean, don't want to cook. It's like, I'm not cooking a big meal now. Now the big meal has scaled down to something, you know, that's a 10 minute, a 10 minute situation. Um, and again, I don't know if that's something that has to do with the mental stuff that I deal with and fight with on a daily or, or what, um, 
but it's it's just once it once the spiral goes like like again this this the, sur- the surgery was scheduled for two weeks ago I believe or three weeks at this point and then having to reschedule it threw me off for weeks. You know, granted, like I said, my mouth swole up, but even then my mind was just so stuck on having to reschedule the surgery, the confusion that happened between me and the facility, just, it just was so much. Um, but other than that, like it is, it's, it's business as usual, you know, I'm so used to going through, uh, obstacles. I'm so used to going through trials and tribulations and I don't want to sit in and act as if I, uh, expect or accept the negativity that comes with everything that I'm going through. Um, I just, I have to say it out loud so that for me, I know how to deal with it. I, like that's the only way that I could deal with it. I know a lot of people rather, um, hold it in and, and, um, I know spiritual people, Oh, that's the devil trying to do this. And, um, you know, the, the, the astrology people, you know, it's, it's the retrograde. It's this, it's that. And I, and I understand that because I, I, I believe in that. You know what I mean? To a certain extent. But for me, how I handle it is I have to say it out loud. I have to hear it myself so that I can create a mental defense of that thing. So when I'm on here talking to you guys and telling you, you know, and we're doing these mental health checks and I'm just hoping that everything is good with you guys. Um, it's it's also for me to hear it out loud so that I can uh, whatever the situation is, I can continue to try to uh, create a defense to it. Like because I listen back from time to time to to my pods because when I'm talking to you guys, it's a different energy when I'm sitting down actually listening. I'm listening to learn as well because it's a whole different mental thing for me. I think um, for me, beyond it being therapy, it's a spiritual thing. So when I'm when I'm when I'm giving you guys uh, my experiences and I'm and I'm encouraging you, that's a different space of my mind that. I, I can't listen here at the same time. But once I sit down and I listen to it, I'm like, oh, OK, cool. I'm taking notes for myself. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing things so that I can be able to to move forward and press forward and move on. Like I tell you guys. So it's not like I'm just doing this for the sake of talking. It's not like I'm doing this feeling like I'm the it and all. It's just me as a as a person struggling through the mental things that I go through, the day to day things that I go to, the parental the uh, go through, the parental things that I go through. I just want to be able to share again. I was looking for this for myself. I was looking for this type of platform for myself, um, and I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find anything that where, you know, I saw people going through um their day-to-day lives and trying to help people you know and 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 trying to help people understand like you're not by yourself you're not you're you're not by yourself as a parent and you go through these days where your kids are working your nerves and you know and you're supposed to love your kids and stuff like that and that's cool and all but you get to this point where it's like you want to get like you you want to get away from your kids. Your kids want to get away from you. It's like, I, I don't, I couldn't find that space. I couldn't find a space where, you know, you're dealing with the mental stuff and you're not rich. You're day to day. You don't have millions of dollars to distract you. Like you have to actually deal with it. And I'm not saying all millionaires do that, but the perception that I, that, that I get or, or my perspective of from what I see, it's, it's rich people just saying, oh, I'm depressed. And for me, I want to know what you do. Like, like, how do you fight through it? And like I said, I couldn't find that space. So I, I created it. I created more so for myself to just speak out loud again. I'm a person that I have to hear it so I can defend it. As long as it's in my mind, I'm losing. It's beating me down. It's 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 hindering me from moving forward because it's trapped. I'm allowing it to trap me in that in that space. Once I let it out, it's like, all right, bet. All right, I know I'm a person of order. I know this frustrates me, so I have to uh, I have to find in my best ability to to keep things in order. But also, I have to understand that things are going to get out of order sometimes, and I have to be able to to you know miss that part of the schedule. But then you know just okay, what's next? What what's next? Instead of missing that part of the schedule and feeling like now I can't do anything. 
And it's almost it, it, it's almost a debilitating thing for me. If something is missed out of the schedule, I don't know. I don't know why it's not something that um, that I'm cool with within myself. It's not something like I don't. I just I freak out. Like I just freak out. Um, so I've been having that struggle for I don't know how long at this point. But the goal is to not have that. The goal is to be able to move forward in the things that um, that are on the schedule, the things that, you know, just if I'm living the day freely, like it, like it has to be a way to where I can just get back on. And so if you guys struggle with that, you know, I would love to know how you all get through it. I would I would love to know how. Um, like what are your processes when when you are a person of order and you're trying to um, you're trying to get through your schedule best you can and you you have to maneuver like I would love to hear that um, so as usual you know the DMs are open uh, poetic properties that's uh, poetic proper capital T capital Z for Twitter and uh, poetic property podcast on IG. Um, also, you can comment on uh, on any of the the DSPs, the audios. Um, this also on YouTube. You can comment on there. Um, I want you guys to know when I say that the DMs are open and comment and stuff like that. It's not just for you. It's not. It, it's just. It's. I don't want it to be a situation that you feel like I want you to come to me with just issues. Like I'm here to just have a conversation with you because I can learn from you as much as you can learn from me. Sometimes I need the I need the different uh, way of thinking. I need to, like I said, I don't I don't know how to get through this thing that I have with, you know, things being out of place. But somebody listening may have the same thing and they may have a solution for that. So just as much as I feel like I am a help to you, if you are listening to this podcast, I want you to be a help to me because, again, I started this because there was no help that that I felt for me. It was no it was nowhere for me to go. It was nowhere for me to have these conversations. Um, I, again, I talk to to my brother all the time. My my, uh, my brother, Doug, he's going to give me his perspective. He's going to give me his advice. He's going to give me all these things. But he is not a person, um, at least that I know. Excuse me that struggles with mental stuff. So when he's talking to me and giving me the advice and just encouraging me and the things that he, and, and how he encourages me, I, I like, I accept it. You know, it, I don't want to, I, I don't want to make it seem like it's not valuable because the conversation are very valuable because it's something about conversing with my, my big brother that is calming for me. I'm taken back to, to, to when I'm, you know, 10, 11, and, you know, I feel the way, and, you know, he comes, and he, oh, Pina, yo, you good, bro, like, and, and just chop it up, I, I'm, uh, like, so when I'm, when I'm conversing with him, it eases, it eases me as a little brother, but it, it's a different perspective with people who actually go through, and are going through depression, and have high levels of, of anxiety, and, and can't really cope fully, and I think that's what it is, because I don't again, I don't know if if if, if I'm not saying that I that my brother is depressed or ever has been or is not. But he handles his mental his mental health way better than than I handle mine. Um, and so I like to have these conversations with people who are going through the same things, because, again, um, I want to be helped as much as I want to help. So like I said, um, reach out, reach out if you have any methods to help with that. Uh, reach out if you want to converse about any any of the topics that that we go over over um, in the podcast. I am open to talk about with uh, with anybody. I'm open to I'm open to have the conversation because that's what this space is is built for. It's a part of the movement that I'm trying to create. Like both you know fathers, mothers, men woman, whatever. I, I want to have those conversations and see how you cope and see how you, you, you handle life. You know, um, are you able to function? Because I'm able to function through, like, I go to work, make sure my kids, my kids are okay and stuff like that. But when it comes to me, it's just a very difficult thing to, to handle. 
when I'm in those, you know, when I'm in those moods. So um, the one thing that that helps me is just thinking about how limited time is and knowing that now I just like my fight to get through is way different. Excuse me. My fight to get through things is way different. And um, if you've been listening to all 30 plus episodes, you already know how I hold time now. Like how, 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 uh, how, how can I say it? You know how important time is to me now. It's one of those things that like time is, time is important. You're taught that. You're taught a schedule. You're taught uh, a timely manner to execute a task. You're taught uh, deadlines. If you don't meet deadlines, so you're taught the consequence of time and stuff like that. But you don't really break it down into you experience a trauma, whether it's a good trauma or a bad trauma. In my case, it's, you know, again, if you've been here long enough, you know what my my awakening of time was, which was the loss of my daughter. And she didn't she didn't have time. Um, she didn't have time. And so she never got to see, speak, hear, breathe, nothing. She just, she didn't have time. And in and, and, and the moment of me, uh, in the moment of me holding her, you know, her, her deceased body, it clicked in my mind how limited time is. And ever since that moment, like, I have been nonstop with the things that I said I was going to do in my life. Um, you know, Creating my business, doing my poetry, um, staying consistent with my business, doing this podcast, my poetry show, you know, uh, doing my books, doing, you know, I opened up a boutique for the girls. Uh, and by the girls, I mean for my daughters. It's a unisex boutique, but still, um, I just been nonstop. I just been nonstop because time is so limited and we don't really pay attention to that time is the only currency we don't get back like you 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 work hard for money and then you get frustrated because you don't have it and i got this bill and that bill and i want to do this and i want to do that and the whole time you are wasting your highest currency and so it's important, it's, it's extremely important that you respect your time. It may not affect you like it affect me, but seeing my daughter in my hands dead, I said, I haven't lived a day in my life. Not for me. Everything had been for relationships. Everything had been to appease my parents. Everything had been not to disappoint my, my siblings and my friends. And everything has been not to disappoint my, my job and, you know, look away for my kids and stuff like that. And I, in that moment, cause I had already been on this journey of just trying to figure, figure things out. You know what I mean? For myself, just, just being who I wanted to be. And in that moment I was like, yo, Tomorrow is not promised. And as a person who grew up in who grew up in the church and grew up, uh, my parents are uh, very spiritual. And that's something that has been in our household, like tomorrow, not promised, you know, it, it, and not saying that they just go around yelling that. But it, it was said enough. For it to be a level of understanding but it always came in 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 danger. I don't recall it ever being used in a positive way. It's like, yo, you can't be doing like tomorrow is not promised. You can't be out there doing it. You can't. You got to go to the doctor. You tomorrow's not. It was never like, yo, I know you play the trumpet. Tomorrow's not promised. You better get on it today. I know you love writing. 
Don't give up on that. Tomorrow's not like you see what I'm saying. And again, I'm not saying this as bashing. I'm saying uh, I'm saying this as examples. Examples. But it didn't stick. When I saw my daughter laying there, I realized like, oh crap. It was a push that I needed to understand. It's it, it's. I am a necessity in the creative space. I have a gift that was given to me of poetry, of putting words together. I have a gift of being there and opening people up to see things within themselves. I thought about this and in that moment of my my reevaluation of time because it was important to me. It always has been, but as you get older and, you know, again, in the time that I, that, that, that I was raised, gang banging, like ducking bullets, stuff. Like I said, I've been shot at, been stabbed, been all these types of stuff in the area that we lived in and just the time, not even necessarily the area, but just the time that I was raised. Right. And it just hit me that I'm running away from what I was meant to do, just trying to stay alive, just off of survival mode. And the thought came to my mind, and I know this, this is weird as I'm holding my baby and, I, and I'm understanding, you know, dang, the, the, the value of time. And I said to myself, I got to quit hiding from me. And I, flat, I had a, a, a mental flashback. And this is how this this is how this podcast was born. This is why, you know, I start going hard on creating the business. This is why I, I go hard on the post that I post. I don't care if I get a like or read. I don't care about none of that. But this is why I do what I do. I play football from the age of six to I want to say 21, 22. I play flag the first year of tackle. I quit because Tim and Dederick, Sylvester, rest their souls, then was my guys. When I say they wreaked havoc on me, that first year of tackle, I mean, I they was knocking my head around like a bobblehead. And I was like, nah, bro, this, this hurt. I can't do this. So I had quit. My dad had one off on me in the park. My biological dad went off on me in the park, you know, whatever. I I just went to the sandbox. I remember called wingworms that same year. Like it was it was it was crazy. Called wingworm on my calf, playing in the sand. I didn't care. I I just didn't want to get hit like that. So eight years old, so all the way from Gremlin to junior midget. Ninth, tenth, and twelfth grade. Now, mind you, I worked my butt off. I never got MVP. I never got uh, defensive player of the team. You know what I mean? I mean, I did make state. I did. Or yeah, I did make all state. I think I was first team all state my year. Um. I was most inspirational. Every year. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know who instilled it in me. I don't know what. Because like when I like since I was eight. No. Yeah. Seven is the year I quit. So from the time I was eight. To my senior year, I got. And I was good. I was really good. Like, I'm not one of them, like, I was good, but I really wasn't. Like, I was really good. Like, for real. Um, but I never got defensive anything. I never, I never, like, I got it one time. And I appreciated that. But I was confused because I was so used to being good, but being better at inspiring people, that it threw me off that 
I got it. But this is the craziest thing. That year, it was that year that I got uh, that my coach, I remember, I got it at because uh, we had our, our banquet at my Nana's house because my Nana had a pool. And like it was, you know, back then we ain't trying to pay no money. For, like Parents ain't trying to do all that. And I remember getting that at my Nana's house. But I also remember that the year that I got it, no one got most inspirational. I was born to inspire. There's no, there's no other way to process that. I was born to be an inspiration to others. So in that moment, seeing my daughter and understanding like, dang, like tomorrow's not promised. I said, nope, I got to get to it. I have to. I have to. I can't waste another day. I can't waste another day not not attempting to inspire people, not by being arrogant, not by being boisterous, but by being who I am and explaining like, look, this is what I go through. I'm I'm in the same struggle as you are in, but I'm here. Don't give up. I don't I like again, I say it all the time. I'm not in a I'm not at the chemical level of imbalance to where I can't control the suicidal stuff. I'm not there. And I thank God that I'm not there. But I, I I see people that are there. And it's a battle for them. And I don't want them to lose that battle within themselves because they're important. So understanding that and holding my daughter in my arms and, and knowing that no matter how long I held her, she wasn't about to open her eyes. She wasn't like, like when I put her down, like that's it. And so many things clicked in my head in that moment. And I said, I got to do what I got to do. I got to be able to grieve properly. But within that, all right, my baby left me the best gift on freaking earth, which is the value and understanding of time. She never, you know, I'll never get to walk her to school. I'll never get to go to her wedding, see her graduate, do any of that. I'll never get to give her a lesson. But the beauty, if there's any in losing her, she left me such a valuable thing. My understanding of time is different. My understanding of my calling is different. A lot of people say, oh, I was born for this. I like I have proof. I have been inspiring people since I was eight. Not even trying to. In that moment, I said, now I got to put forth effort. I was just doing that off a raw, like just wanting people to be inspired. Just like I've been doing this my whole life. There is not a piece of hate in me. There is not a like I support who like, I support everybody. I might be a little off. I might have a bad temper. I might be quick to cut people off, but I support everybody. I've always been this way since I've been eight. I'm 38 or 39. I'm not sure no more these days, but I think I'm 38. So for 30 years, I've been doing this. People, people would tell you, Pina was really good at track. Pina was really good at football. He's always been inspiration, though. That's always been that's always been it been what it was. I used to be so mad at that. Like, I know I'm out here balling. I know I'm out here knocking helmets up. I know I'm out here smashing these people on the track. I know I'm I'm good as this person. I used to be so mad and not like like, bro, I, I felt like the most inspirational was an all participation trophy. That's how I looked at it back then. I didn't I didn't I didn't allow the value of it to to sink in. I didn't allow it to I I didn't understand it. Right. Because, again, you growing up in the hood, you playing ball and you want to get you want to be the best. That's the whole thing, because, you know, in the time you either gangbang to get your bread or you ball. And. With that, you wanted to be the best at it. You wanted to be able to walk to the corner store, walk. Uh, we had a, a, a spot we used to go to called Jim's. Uh, it was right across the street from McDonald's. You want to be able to walk up there, you know, and, and people recognize you for balling. 
You want to be able to walk through the school campus and people are like, oh, you went nuts in the game. Who wants to be inspiration in the hood? I kept doing it, though. It is what it is. That's who I am. But it wasn't until that moment, Christmas Eve, 2019, that hit me. I'm not running from it no more. I don't care who... who I, I don't focus on who don't like it. I don't focus on who don't share it. I don't care about who says negative. I don't care about that because that's going to come. I'll be blessed 10 times over for listening to my calling, which is to inspire people. I'm not necessarily a... a, a uh, in front of live type person. I'm just, I'm very introverted. But as I sit on this couch and I tell, and, and we go over these topics that we do and I'm expressing ex- the experience, the experiences that I've, uh, I've gone through to help you guys. I don't care if it helps one person or a million people. I'm a, I'm still going to do the podcast. Because it's my calling. I'm so. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to inspire. My brand is is, is peacefully flawed. It, it's not even. It's not even a brand. It's a movement. I live like this. Time is so limited, and and we get so caught up in what everybody else wants for us. We get so caught up in uh, what we see on TV. And your man, your woman, you got to do this. Your kids, you got to be that. They can't be gay. They can't be straight. They can't be uh, uh, trans. They can't be all these things. They can't, can't, can't. And it's like, fam, worry about your own self. Worry about yourself. Stop worrying about what people can't do and worry about what you can do. Like, what can you do to make the world better? What can you do to make your household better? What can you do to make yourself better? We get lost in that because we don't understand time. I choose peace over anything in relationships and friendships and 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 siblingships and mother to sonships and father to son. Like, I choose peace over everything. I'm not arguing with nobody. Time is so limited. We believe we have to be married at a certain time. We believe we have to have kids at a certain time. We believe we have to be this type of this and this type of that. And we get so lost, like we're wasting time. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be for you? Not because someone is asking you to be someone for them. Like, what do you, how are you going to handle your life? What are you going to do in the time that you are given? Because, it, like, again, now, tomorrow is not promised means so much more to me. Because not even today was promised for my baby. Not even today was promised. So for me, it's, it's, it's not the anticipation of the next. It's the understanding of the now. And even the now is not promised. So what are you going to do? This is why I love so hard. I told y'all before. It's just in me. I'll be in a two, three, four, five, six year relationship. Be devastated for three months. And beyond be in, in madly in love. Oh, I'm, I'm going to jump off the bridge of love with this person. I can't live without this person. We break up three months later. I'm with the next person. And same difference. I love this person. And, that, and it's like, oh, he's so fake. He, how you being, how you in love so fast and how you love them so much. It's only been six months because I love with everything in me because today is not promised. If I am giving you my time, I'm going to let you know off rip. This is what the situation is. It might seem crazy to you, but for me, I got to do this for myself because if it's over, I know that I gave you everything that I could. If I go, I know that I'm leaving Earth again, giving everybody everything that I could give.
I'm very hard in loving. I'm very hard in pulling back from stuff. Because I understand time. I understand the importance of it. I understand the importance of it. I understand that you got to go through something to get somewhere. You see what I'm saying? So when you are dealing with with yourself, because that's where I like to start. Your time is not promised. So if you are an artist, be an artist and be that fully. If you're a homemaker, be a homemaker. Do that fully. If if and I'm talking if you a stay at home mom or stay at home dad, none of my I don't I'm not traditional like that. We all help each other. So you got to start with you though. You have to build your self-awareness. You have to build your accountability. You're going to have to go through some things to where you're wrong and you fight to the death like you're right. You're going to have to go through that. And then you're going to have to get that, that, that for lack of other words, you're going to have to get that chin check. And it's going to be a moment that it's going to be a moment in time that you're going to be doing something and you're going to be going off, going off, going off. And it's going to hit you like, dang, I, I'm. I'm really, I, I am really what they say I am. And by they, I mean the people who try to correct you and the people who try to help you be accountable, but those same people that you fight in and, and say, no, you, you lying, you this, you that. It takes that. That's part of the journey. But when you get to that point where you can stop and be like, yo, I'm wilding. I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have said that. No matter what, I shouldn't have said that. It doesn't matter what they did to me. I shouldn't have done that. I should that should not have been my response because I hold me at a different at a different level. Time is so limited. But you gotta start with yourself. You can't give it. Why are you giving anybody all of your time? Before you giving it to yourself. That's one of the things for me that I had to learn. Like for two, three years straight, I was going to work six, uh, 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 six days a week, um, about 10, 11 hours a day, plus a five, six on a Saturday. Like, huh? For why? For, for why? And then have no time for myself. I mean, I, I, um, I finally understood it was the is the depression just needing to stay busy but still why I don't get no extras you know but kudos so I had to start putting time in myself whether my time be me getting off on time taking a nap watching TV playing with the kids yelling at the kids cooking uh, doing poetry designing something Word to 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 Madam uh, uh, Waters. I had to reclaim my time for myself. Marriages don't last forever. Relationships don't last forever. Your parent to kid life don't last forever. A lot of that stuff breaks even before death sometimes, and you have to understand that when you were in those situations, it's important to. Go full steam ahead in every situation that you put yourself in. If you're going to be in a relationship, be in that relationship. Hard. If you're going to be out of that relationship, be out of that relationship. Hard. If you're in situations with, you know, your your elders, like, and I mean elders, but aunties, uncles, parents, grandparents, whatever, and you're in situations where, you know, you're always arguing or they're always still trying to control you and you've grown, get out of that situation. They live their life. What worked for them worked for them. It's not going to work for you. Not all of it, at least. But you got to be strong enough and you have to be able to have gone through the things and learn the lessons necessary for you to be able to stand up for yourself and say, that's not for me. Today is not promised. Understand that there is a lot of there. There's like I'm telling you that moment made me realize, yo, I got every day I have to do something. 
every day. And I have to do something that is important to who I'm supposed to be in the world. I told you guys a few weeks ago, my my doctor always like, do you have suicidal thoughts? Huh? Again, I don't want to sound disrespectful toward the people who are at that chemical level to where they can't control it. I'm not there yet. But that question bothered me. Like, like, what do you mean suicidal thoughts? Like not like not being here forever? Nah, the the world will be would be whack without me. So with that said, I gotta live life. I can't let these fake people and by fake I mean these people without qualifications limit my time because it's already limited. I'm not gonna let you discourage me from doing what I'm doing because you don't like it. I'm not gonna let you. Oh, that's ugly. You shouldn't. You shouldn't put that uh, on your site. No, because guess what. I said this in my group chat the other day. Ten people might dislike one thing, but 200 might like it. So I'm not doing it for the likes or the dislikes. I'm doing it because I feel that this is what I should do as a creative. This is what I feel like will inspire my brand peacefully flawed. Right. I know it sounds crazy. What is that? Uh, I don't know. Trust me, when you listen to these podcasts and you listen to my poetry, you'll get it. I'm not I'm, I don't explain what the brand is. I'm the brand. The apparel is secondary. You understand? So when you hear me talk, it's like, yo. This guy is really flawed, but he handles it pretty well. I had to work to get here. I had to understand my time. You got to you got to understand I was already in the middle of a journey of finding and being who I needed to be. The moment that I held my daughter in my hands and she she didn't have life and I understood, yo, today is not promised. I am who I am. My time is too limited for me to be caring about uh negative responses. And I'm not talking about constructive responses. I'm talking about negative behaviors and people going out of their way to do stuff and say stuff to hurt you and discourage you and stuff like that because they can't. They don't have the energy. They don't have the time and they don't have the creative uh, uh, mind state to do the things that they need to do for themselves. So they they get this persona of. I'm just going to critique people. I'm just going to tell them when I don't like it. I'm never going to say when I do like it, just only when I don't. And so for that, I don't listen to nobody. Because again, it's perspective. I said it before, Royce the Five Nine said he he explained he explained him or, or the way he creates to the best I've ever heard for myself. And I live by it now. He said, when I'm when I'm actually creating, right, when I'm actually writing the song or making a beat and stuff, it's, you know, it's I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. Because it's my baby, I'm birthing it, I'm 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 nurturing it, I'm I'm bringing it to life. The moment that he said, the moment that he hits sin, he's comfortable with it. He don't care. What you say now, because he birthed the baby that he wanted to birth. And I listened to that and I'm like, yo, that's how I feel. You can tell me it's ugly all you want to, but you had to 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 look at it to tell me that. Thank you. You can tell me the audio is bad. You can tell me uh, what I'm talking about is trash. But you had to listen to it to tell me. Thank you. A lot of times we find success and negativity because someone will not like yourself and they'll be like, look at this, look at him and laugh. You never know that you trying to share something with somebody that you think is bad. They turn around and be like, yo, that's fire. I don't care about I don't care about that audio. I can hear it. I don't it don't got to be this. Or you don't got to be that. As long as I can hear the words. I don't care if the, the, the visual is a little bit blurry. What he's saying is, is really helping. What she's saying is really, really helping. Time is so limited. You got to be who you're supposed to be. When are you going to do that? 
When you're going to wake up and be like, today, I'm going to be who I'm supposed to be. And then live like that for, for the rest of your life. My day was holding my daughter, knowing that her, she never had a today. Forget tomorrow. She never had a today. So at what point do you do you respect your relationship and say, you know what? This where I'm at. I'm going to give it my all. And if it don't work, it ain't going to be because I didn't give it my all. It ain't going to be because I didn't hold myself accountable. It ain't going to be because I didn't love hard enough. It ain't going to be from none of that. I told y'all, listen, I love so hard that when it's over, it's like, that's that's why it's so easy for me to just be like, all right, whatever. Because I gave you everything. And if the, I gave you the everything that I had to give. Let me say it that way. I gave you the everything that I had to give. And if that wasn't enough to keep carrying us on, then all right, cool. I don't I don't hate not near one of my exes, no matter what they've ever said to me, no matter what they've ever done to me. I could still have a conversation with them if they're willing to have a conversation with me. I don't care. 38 years old, what do I look like caring about what you're talking about? You can tell me whatever you want to. You can tell anybody whatever they want. I know what happened. I know who I am. I know who I was. I know who I was not. And I hold myself accountable for those things because time is limited. Today is not promised. Even with your kids, I I, I refuse to be. I, I told y'all before, I used to tear they behinds up. I used to tear that when they used to do what. And I started thinking about it, fam, for what? For what? Especially my, my, my second child, Keanu. Whew. That boy did it. All right, with me then, fam. Yeah, I'm going to cry, but still going to do what I'm going to do. That boy didn't slap me. We didn't, like, we didn't fall. Bruh, I ain't about to whip you. We about to fi- we're going we gonna to figure this out. Why? Because if I, and I'm not just talking about bad stuff. I'm talking about good stuff, too. So for my kids, it's like, I'm not about to stop you from being who you want to be, period. You don't have to play sports if you don't want to. If you want to play sports, we'll figure it out. Like you, you're going to be who you who you want to be. Right. Their time is limited with me. They don't understand it yet. They kids. They don't understand my health issues fully. Their mind hasn't grown to the point to understand, like, dang, one day dad, like, for real, for real, dad going to be, like, old and gone. So the time that I have with them, I got to make sure that they're living their life to their fullest, not to mine. Yeah, I have I have certain things that I'm like, yo, like guidance wise, I'm like, yo, don't do that. Like, it's just it's a few things that are just hard. Like, don't do that. We, I talked to them about it, but it's just a few things. Other than that, yo, go ahead, figure it out. I'm here. I'm here for questions. Like I've all, I've always said, things that, things that kids do and teenagers do, I don't ever trip off that. Only time I ever trip on my kids because time is limited. Only times I ever trip on them if it's things that can put them in jail or. Uh, or I know in real life become a life and death situation. Those are the only things that I'm like, all right, come here. We got to talk. This is this is why I say blah, 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 blah. Other than that, fam, do what you're going to do. I'm trying because I need to I need to figure out I need to figure out who you are. So that I can help you be the best version of that. I encourage them to do things. Oh, one of my sons likes to rap, like the art. Cool. Call your uncle for art. Sit down here with me. Let's be on the studio. My other son loves robotics, engineering, anime. All right, here. Here go to here go to the the device you need to draw the anime. Here go to anime channel, Crunchyroll, uh, Fun uh, Fun Nation or Funimation. All, there you go. Look at that. Get inspired. But once my other son likes to make beats. Here, take this beat machine. Matter of fact, here, take my laptop. I don't care. I'll get another one eventually. If not, then I just use a desktop. My youngest son wants to, you know, be a gamer. Here, take this Nintendo Switch. Figure it out. Figure it out. You know, if you ask your brother to help you take it apart, put it back together, you know, just in case you decide you want to be an engineer like him. 
Because time is limited. Along with all of that, along with you living your life and loving your partner, loving your kids, loving your parents, loving your siblings, it starts with you first. It starts with you first. You got to, all that love that I just displayed outwardly, it starts with you first. Again, I learned that today is not promised. I learned that in saying, oh, okay. I got to fill me up first. Because now I'm filled up and now I'm energetic and now I'm, 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 I feel valuable to myself and I feel like I'm walking in my purpose to myself. I, I, I feel great. Now I can love on my partner and I can give you all that I have to give you. Now I can love on my kids and I can give you the guidance, the love, the discipline, the money, the everything that I could give you. But I got to start with me first. I have to. I said a few weeks ago, love is not conditional for me. Because time is limited. I've been I, I've been a hard lover since again, since I was eight years old. Like, can I ask my parents. I remember I got in trouble one year because I was like, we used to get $100 to buy the family, you know, or just buy Christmas gifts in general. We got $100 each. I used to always spend my money on my girl. Always. That's just who I was. I've always been mature in the state of uh, wanting to be pleasing to my partner without even knowing what, you know, what it was. But I'm teaching my kids first, love yourself. Love yourself. Learn how to be selfish. Like I'm teaching them how to be selfish properly. And what I mean by being selfish is quit giving everything first. Give to yourself first. It's just like, you know, when you're in church, it says you give the 10%. Uh, you, you just off rip, give the 10%. Right? That's what I tell my kids. Off rip, you give yourself love first. Whatever left after that, that's what you got to deal with. But whatever percentage you're giving away, you make sure that you wholeheartedly giving that percentage. If I love me 50% and I got to split the other 50% between my kids and my partner, I'm going to go hard for the 25% of peace that I, uh, uh, that I have left. I'm not going to let you alter my 50 because I need that. So it's important that you value your time. You cannot get time back. You cannot if, if you are if you are young and I'm talking teenage and you're you better live your life because you cannot get it back. If that man, if that woman don't like you for real, go. You've you you've understood that for a long time. You know that they don't like you like that. You know that they don't feel you like that. You know that it's just a convenience and comfortability thing. Go. And I'm not saying go like, oh, either they need to marry you or or whatever. What I'm saying is, you know, it's not working. Why are you staying there? You know that this friendship is not work. Why are you staying there? Quit worrying about what people are going to say. Go. Time is too limited to be caring about what people think about you enough to make you stay stagnant in your life because they don't want to see you grow and you don't want to hurt them. Hurt them, people. Because you have to be who you were supposed to be. Your time and your today is not promised. It could be over right now. Stop letting these these. Like we always talking about breaking these generational curses, but we only talk about the uh, the the absent father, the abusive father, the the drugged out father. What about the you gonna live like this? Cause I cause cause I said this. What about the our family been doing this for doing it this way for years, so you got to do it this way for years. What about the 
you're not raising your kid right. This is how I raised you. What about the the you need to be at home raising the kids while your man go to work all day, 20 hours, 12 hours a day. And then you need to get mad because he don't want to talk to you because he didn't work 20,000 hours a day. And you you at home. What about the why you at home taking care of the kids talking to me like it's no communication there. You don't know that these kids is hell. You don't know that these kids is hanging from the chandeliers, doing backflips off the counters, like throwing food at each other, fighting, screaming, cussing, um, not doing their homework. You don't know I got three of your kids in the head, like stomping on the other one, you know, trying to get them to, to, to put the fire out. But also, you don't know this 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 boss at work screaming, yelling at me, demeaning me for a check. And I got to stay here and I got to do this because you taking care of our kids. But we're not telling each other, hey, this is hard. Life is too short for that. Communication is key. I'm trying to tell y'all, like, the moment I stopped living how people assumed I should live is the most free I ever got. As I start working on holding myself accountable for the things that were altering my life, my life got so much better. I've always been a person. I've always been who I am. I just never paid attention. But now that I'm paying attention, I encourage you guys to do the same. Sit down and start really evaluating you. Forget that other person. I don't care if you're married. I don't care if it's your kids. I don't care if it's your parents. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's your boss. Sit down and evaluate you first. And you watch what you find out. You watch how much strength you find when you realize, oh, yeah, no, I can't do that. When I start looking at life logically instead of emotionally, I'm like, yo, you was a wild boy for that. Or why you why you stay? Why you let them make you feel bad? You didn't do anything. Time is limited. I had to stop. Like I, I've been saying it, and I make I try to make sure I say it at least once an episode, if not every other episode. It is important for you to find your accountability, so you can make sure that your partner, your parent, your kid, your boss, whoever, is not pushing their accountability on you and you are accepting it that's something that i that really helped me because i was very easily because i'm emotional i love hard right and so when it's taken advantage of you start to allow your partner or your kids or your parents or what you start allowing them to make you feel a way when they're the one who did the wrong I always laugh because, and again, this is something that I paid attention to since I've been young. The person who reacts is always the person who is blamed. It's always, you didn't have to hit them that hard. You didn't have to speak to them that way. You didn't have to go that far. It's like, well, they didn't have to bother me. And that's how life is. Life is so backwards that you get chastised for your reaction. So knowing that for me, violence is easy for me. But my time is too limited to go to jail. I'm not about to give you my time. I'm already I'm already on borrowed time. We're all already on borrowed time. I don't have time to be playing with you. I don't have time to to allow you to alter my peace. I don't have time for you to quote unquote be toxic. Like I I wouldn't be able to survive as a young man in like in the dating world right now because being toxic is is all the rage. Nah, I'm cool. I am good, brother. I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a part of any of that time is too limited for me to be playing with you. Either we 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 going to figure it out or we're not. Either we're going to understand each other or we're not. Simple as that. Is it going to hurt, bro? I told y'all, last relationship I was in it took me so long to get over that relationship. 
because I put in the time, like I prayed for that relationship. Like that was the, like, like, and I don't want to sound offensive at all, but I was going through so much in my relationship life and just feeling disrespected. Like my daughter's mom had disrespected me so much and I was just tired of fighting that back and forth. And so I prayed like I, I need somebody for me, right? I need somebody for me. I need somebody that's going to be unconditional like me. And it started off really good, but, you know, we got into some things and the situation was what it was. My love for her is still unconditional. Even my ex-wife, my love for her is unconditional. My daughter's mom, doesn't matter. It's unconditional. But unconditional doesn't mean I have to stay around and be disrespected. I don't have to stay around and let you talk bad to me. I don't have, I don't, and, and I don't care what, what anybody, any of them, for that matter, says about me, because I know in each of those situations, I know what I did and what I didn't do. I know who they were and who they weren't. I don't care. Time is too limited for me to care about what you're telling the next person. I know the truth. But I'm not telling nobody anything. Because it's not important. It's not important. It's not important what you did to me. It's not important. What's important is all of our kids are healthy. All of them are growing. All of them are fine. That's what's important. I'm not going to fight with nobody. I'm not going to talk bad about nobody. I'm not. Time is too limited. It's important that we know. It's, it's important that we not stay in situations thinking things are going to get better when we spent a year or two years or three years and it's still no better. You know, it's a, it's a thin line between staying and, and, and leaving it, or uh, knowing when to stay and knowing when to leave. And that goes for all the relationships. That goes for all the relationships. And I'm just talking about romantic relationships. It's friendships. You know, one of my best friends, him and I don't talk no more because he chose to take sides, you know, with my ex-wife in a divorce. But then the reality of it is the truth came out. But now him and I's friendship is severed. One of my best friends. I thought him and I would be best friends until we were old. It is what it is. I still love him. But I just understand that when it's when it's time to get serious, all the time that him and I spent as friends, it don't it didn't mean anything. It bothered me for a while. But now I'm I'm straight. Everybody who is supposed to be in my life is supposed to, is in my life right now. Whether it be a text here and there, whether it be a, a inbox here and there, if I, if you are somebody that I respond to, you're supposed to be there. And that's how it is, because time is so limited. You got to be able to to handle those things, even when it's a, a high emotional standpoint. You got to be able to say, "All right, cool." I understand it for what it is, and you got to be able to move on. You have to be able to understand that. Again, your time is limited, and it's important that you use the time that you have in the ways that you need to use it for yourself. Enough of letting people waste your time. Enough of letting people have your time that don't deserve your time. You have to understand that when you get to a point of self-accountability and self-awareness, you begin to understand who belongs in your schedule and who does not. And I say schedule loosely. I'm not saying it like uh, like you have to pencil someone in, but basically, yeah, that's important. It's important that you know exactly who is in your life, exactly who they are to you, exactly who you are to them so that you know how to maneuver through life. You have to understand when people are, are, are trying to hurt you and people who do hurt you and you bring that to their attention and they still hurt you. Those type of people don't belong in your life. They not they don't mean you any good. And so you have to, you, you, you got to get there. You got to start defending yourself because nobody else is going to do it. You have to start living your life because people that people are trying to live theirs through you. And it's not fair. It's not conducive to who you are supposed to be. Respect is a two way street. And if you are not getting respected, you need to let people know, yo, my time is limited and I can't be dealing with all this. This ain't for me. I tell people all the time, my kids watching. 
I got to do the best that I can with everything that I do. And like I said, seeing that my baby, her today wasn't promised. I'm cool. I don't have time for nothing outside of the things that are, are necessary for me to keep my life moving, keep my life as positive as possible, and keep the negativity from around me. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if you don't want to listen. I don't care about none of that stuff. All I care about is the people who do. Period. The people who want to be helped, the people who accept being helped, the people who are not in competition, the people who are wanting to converse and share stories in and share experiences uh, experiences and share ways to get through these things. I just want to let y'all know y'all not alone. I'm here every day fighting that same battle, fighting the battle of losing my eldest daughter to a bad relationship, fighting the 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 hurt and the pain of losing my youngest daughter to to death. It's so much I've lost so much, but guess what? My time is limited and today is not promised. So I have to go to the fullest no matter what. So no matter what you're going through, no matter how hard you struggle, no matter the darkness, no matter the obstacles, make sure you get to the light because your journey is what it's meant to be. And as long as you keep on going, it'll make sense in the end.